That was the slowest air horn I've ever heard. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. Welcome back to Riggle's Picks. So, so much going on. So First of all, good to see you since the weekend. Yeah, good to see you. Um, you must, I hope you got like a zillion hours of sleep. None. None? None, because the second I got back, uh, because I'm, I'm getting ready to leave on this worldwide adventure. Right. So my management folks were like, well, then you've got to get all your meetings, all your voiceover sessions, all your ADR sessions. All You've got to get all these done before you leave. Huh. I was like, yeah, but there's not enough time. They go, well, now there is. <laughs> We put an extra we hour put an in the extra day. Hour 25 in the day. hours in the day. <laughs> so for the, I've been doing 25 hour days <laughs> for the next, yeah, no kidding, like all day Monday, all day Tuesday, all day today. Mm. Um, and even today is like more personal, my personal. So I, like, if, I, if you're going on a, a, a worldwide trip for a month, mm-hmm. uh, you need deodorant. And yes. you need toiletries mm-hmm. and you need to. Uh, you know, spend time with the family. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things you got to do. Yeah. Uh, and I got to get to, and now, like all of a sudden today, uh, they're like, well, and now's your time to go do what you need to do. I got to pack laundry. Mm. Uh, it, it goes on and on and on. And on a sad note, um, a very good friend of mine passed away this morning. Oh, gosh. My beard. Oh. You're still, when and you're then not I realized sad? I did not even notice that it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even notice my beard was gone? No. <laughs> I was just looking at your just sleepy little boy face. I was not looking at, like, I did not remember. So how is that even possible? Like, do you, I guess you, I guess you just look into my eyes and are mesmerized. mesmerized. I don't and So you don't up. even... Mm-mm. I guess that happens to a lot of people. I don't look like below us. your nose. I want to keep everything professional. <laughs> <laughs> you take it to the extreme. <laughs> yeah, you you know. take it to the extreme. <laughs> I was just thinking today. I was listening to this like uh, true crime podcast, obviously, on mm-hmm. the way here, uh, and they were talking about mistaken identity and like how often that happens, and like how your memories of a person merge, and how your memories combine. And I was like, if I had to pick out a picture or like draw a sketch mm-hmm. of my boyfriend, <laughs> would I be able to do it? And I'm like, well, I could get specific things down. Yeah. But like when they're like, what is his nose like? I'm like, mm. <laughs> but that's you're right because I guess you take those things for granted. You just kind of, uh, yeah, her, yeah. him. <laughs> Uh, but that's why God gave us the iPhone. Yeah. So, and God gave it. Yeah. Us. That was a gift. So you lost your beard this morning. So I lost it this morning. Uh, orders of the Discovery Channel. Oh, man. So so there'll be no rugged, sexy beard. <laughs> uh, Chandler, just, Chandler just made an ooh face. Like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. She's the one that had to clean up all the beard. <laughs> Clippings? Clippings. <laughs> So she, that's maybe what she's thinking about, but so do you. So you, now you have to shave throughout the whole trip. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> exactly. Shaving in Europe or wherever. I grew it for the last three and a half weeks specifically for the show. <laughs> specifically to have this rugged explorer look. Right. That I, you know, thought I thought oh that'd be good. I thought that might little be a good baby thing. Baby bear girls. A little, a little, a little, a little adventurous. A little man of the sea. <laughs> 
And I guess they saw my wardrobe fitting pictures and they were like, oh yeah, he's got to lose that beard. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, like, no. yeah, so there'll be no beard. Okay, moving on from that. But <laughs> friends, this past weekend uh, was the 10th, 10th big slick uh, celebrity weekend in Kansas City to raise money for Children's Mercy Hospital. Uh, you've heard on previous podcasts um, from the Big Slick. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a uh, successful weekend on every level. Mm-hmm. Um, not just the money we raised, but in the terms of uh, uh, top to bottom, the way things went. Thursday night, uh, going to the uh, a new restaurant, brick and mortar, uh, in Kansas City for kind of a kickoff party. That got it started. Right, that's at 75th and Warnell for all you wonderful Kansas City <laughs> folks. And um, so that was a, a great start. That kind of started it off on the right foot. And then Friday visiting the kids and at the hospital and then playing the softball game. It was supposed to be rained out, but then the rain went away. Oh, yeah, it was like a beautiful night. Yeah, it was night. gorgeous. And yeah. so we played this wonderful softball game. And then the Royals won. They beat the White Sox 4-2. Uh, so, you know, even better. It just keeps getting better. The softball game uh, was so crazy. And by the way, now last year, Sarah Tiana came and made three spectacular plays in the field, yes. um, which raised some eyebrows of some scouts in the stadium. <laughs> yes. um, this year, no, nobody hit to her because they, they got wise, but she got up and jacked one <laughs> to center left. And it was it was nice because I was playing catcher, so I saw it, and she smashed it, <laughs> and it made me super proud of you. Oh, thanks! It did because uh, when they say Sarah can really ball, I'm like, yeah, my guest. <laughs> yeah, you're keeping the tally. Yeah, yeah. You did great. I guess you did great. I was super proud of you. Oh, thanks. At the softball game. Yeah, I know. Someone caught the ball, just so people. Yeah, there's always some schmuck. We got we got 30 <laughs> celebrities out there in the field. There's like no gap at all. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely no. All you can hope for is errors. Yeah. Um, but you did a great job. I was proud Thank of you. Thank you. Yeah. Then, uh, that was after Sudeikis told us all we needed to hit home runs. That was our new strategy. And it was actually working. Isn't <laughs> well, it funny how it works? Because he said that Mahomes steps up and hits one. That quite literally almost was out of yes. the K. Yes. Like it was almost out of the stadium. Um, not just our little softball yeah. roped off area. Yes. And then Kurt Menefee stepped up and he was joking. He was even like, why do I got to follow that? Yes, you know, this exactly. Is and then he jacks a homer. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin Rom comes up and goes, really? This is unbelievable. You know. Yeah. And then he jacks a homer. <laughs> I know. And then Sarah comes up and she almost jacks a homer. <laughs> yeah. It was, so I was close. like, what is going on over there? They were giving us steroids on the bench. Yeah, we were getting the opposite. <laughs> we, they were giving us roofies. <laughs> that would have helped because your team ended up winning, which was BS, honestly. Now, hats off to Kobe Smolder uh-huh. for hitting a, a, a double and driving in two runs, the two winning, two winning runs. Mm-hmm. So, Kobe Smolder, uh, an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know wow. that? She's in the Marvel world. I, you know what? It's so funny. I was like, I was talking to a friend last night and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's on that show, How I Met Your Mother. But I just remember her from Jack Reacher, <laughs> the movie Jack Reacher. And they're like, that's what you remember Kobe Smolder from? And I'm like, 
she was great in that. <laughs> she, she was great in that, by the yeah. way. But obviously, How I Met Your Mother had like a, what, a, a, an eight-year run Yeah, it was on for a really was, long time. You know, that's what, uh, you know, that's going to be like the anchor piece that everybody's, yes. oh, that. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, you know, now she's in the Marvel world. So anybody who's in the Marvel world, yeah. I think that becomes the... Yeah, thing that's put out she probably front. doesn't have to shave before a European. She definitely. Well, her plan well, Europe, no. <laughs> yeah, ladies in women. Europe like it, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yes. This is I'm glad you haven't had that. breakfast yet, or else oh. that come on. He's remembering this as we're as we're leaving for Europe. He's remembering this. <laughs> and cancels that part. Of the trip. Yeah. He goes. Well, beep, boop, beep, scratch, discovery. Well, scratch you up. We're going to somewhere else. Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Brazil. <laughs> Great. So then um, we, the Saturday, Friday night went deep. A lot of mm-hmm. uh, karaoke, uh, a lot of poker. Close-up magic. A lot of very close-up magic. Mm-hmm. Saturday, more kids, bowling. <laughs> and, um, and then we took it to the next level. We've been doing this uh, uh, charity event, the show and auction at the Midland Theater for the last seven years, and it's great. But it seats up, you know, when you pack it out, you're talking about 1,900 mm-hmm. total, and that's everything. You know, top balconies, every, everything. And this year, we took it to the Sprint Center. Now, we knew we couldn't sell out a 17,000-seat Sprint Center. Mm-hmm. So, we took over uh, uh, like a third of it, I'd say, and we we curtained off the rest, and so we had about six thousand seats, and we sold them out. Yeah, and it looked spectacular. Yeah, when it was we were cool. on that stage looking out. I was like, "Where did all these people come mm-hmm. from?" It was so awesome. Uh, the the people of Kansas City really showed up, and we gave them a great show. Mm-hmm. I think you know we uh, we started off with the marching cobras, and we came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some very funny videos that played well. We had some really great shout outs. Seth Herzog got up there and danced. And danced in the most amazing way. <laughs> I don't want to give away too much because I want you to come next year. If yeah. You're listening. Uh, but. So it's an eyeful. We had, we had some highlights, and you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> we had some highlights. Sarah Tiana uh, was kind enough to offer her comedic services mm-hmm. uh, to the show. And. Got up there and did, what do you think you did, five or ten minutes? Yeah, they told me to, I thought I was doing five, and then before the show, they showed, They were like, uh, okay, you're doing ten minutes, and I was like, oh, and I had been trying to decide between which two bits I wanted to do, yeah. and I was like, well, I guess I'll do both of them. That's awesome, but because 6,000 people went nuts for Sarah <laughs> Tiana. I, again, I was so proud. Yeah. You killed it. That's what I was most worried about. I was like, man, I just hope this goes good enough. And, like, Rob wants to still be my friend. Because this is, like, these are pretty high stakes. Of if you would have bombed, I still would be your friend. We'd still yes. be sitting here right now. Uh, it, that doesn't matter to me. But the fact that you went out there and just crushed it was so awesome. Well, it was so funny. I'm sitting there on the couch before, you know, uh, I was sitting on a back couch. And, like, in front of me is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. They're sitting on a couch alone in the yeah. front for all to see. Yeah. Peacock and I felt As like well they should. It's <laughs> yeah. Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the five of you guys are kind of roaming around couch to couch. And I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting next to Chris, my boyfriend, and Haley Joel Osment. I'm like, everybody keeps talking about Patrick Mahomes. 
you know, everybody's talking about Mahomes. Rudd's wearing a Mahomes jacket. I'm like, nobody's talking about Travis Kelsey. And I'm like, and he's he's got a great sense of humor. But I'm he's like, an all-pro. And he's, yeah, yeah, and he's, like, been the face of Kansas City for a long time. I was like, I think I'm going to talk about Travis Kelsey. Nice. And I was like, what should I say? What should I say? You know, and I'm like running over some ideas with Chris and he's like, no, you can't say, you can't say that. You can't say that. And then I was like, hmm, maybe I'll say something. Cause before the show, he was like talking about how he had gained some weight and he was telling me and Chris all about this product called sweet sweat or something that he puts on his body when he really has to drop weight. So he's not really worried about dropping weight until it gets closer to time because he's still healing and he can't, you know, he's telling us all this. And I'm like, oh, cool, cool. You know, I'm not really thinking anything. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll say something about his weight gain. And as I'm walking up, I'm like, I haven't even thought. I'm like hoping he's going to be sitting here. Yeah. Because if he's not sitting there. Yeah, no point. There's no, I can't do that Yeah, there's no visual reference. (laughs) There's no reaction. You know, because it's like when you go up on stage, you always want to have some sort of quick opener. And then you can kind of get into your bit. And I was like, well, I think I'll say something about him. And then as I'm walking, you hand me the mic and I see him walking away. And I'm like, oh, God dang it. I got to get him before he goes. He's, I think he was headed to the can. Yeah, for yeah. sure. He had to pee. I mean, he'd been sitting there for an yeah. hour drinking, you know, chugging yeah. beers. And so I am like, I just like quickly think to say, Travis Kelsey's leaving. I hope he's finally going to OTAs. <laughs> and, you know, because it had been in the papers about him not yeah. going to OTAs. Yeah. Which we know as sports fans, it's not really that big of a deal, but people need something to talk about in the summer. The the sports media needs controversy. So if you don't show up, they're like, oh boy. And it means nothing. It's for the the junior players and for the people who are trying to make the team. Right. For sure. So that gets him to turn around and come and sit back down. And I'm like, oh, phew. And then then I just said, you know, uh, Travis and I have a lot in common. We both gained 10 pounds this year. <laughs> and then he got up and like made a whole showing. Yeah, he, did, he did a little twerk, didn't he? He yeah, came out and twerked a little, a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I said, you know, it's still a very tight end. And uh, and from then I was in. And I, yeah. and I was super nervous because I was like, this is, they love him, this crowd. If I make fun of them, are they going to hate me? Is this, this is either a great way to open yeah. or the very worst idea I've ever had in my life. Well, it turned out to be great because, and, and, and Travis, I think, uh, playing along with you. Oh, yes. You know, yeah. uh, everybody was on board. And, and the yeah. fact that he's on board, too, everybody laughed. Oh. I thought it was a great opening. Oh, man. It was, <laughs> yeah. a, great, it was a great way to get into it. It was a great way to get into it. And then I was, I had planned on doing this bit about a club, and then I was going to lead that into a bit about camping. Uh, and then the club bit was going so much better than I anticipated. <laughs> That I was like, I'm not going to do that next bit. I'm just going to get off at the end of this because there's no way I'm going to beat what's yeah. happening right now. Yeah. And I'm not even, I mean, maybe I can, but I'm not going to try. It's not yeah. worth the try. The yeah. show's already running long. I'm just going to get out yeah. while I'm ahead. And uh, like, there was a few times when everybody started applauding. I was like, that is not the end of this bit. <laughs> like, I need you guys to be quiet. I'm super nervous and I want this to be over. And, uh, Isn't that funny when? Yeah. But it's so funny because. You're like, you guys got to hear me out. Hear me you're, out. You're, you're clapping, which is amazing because they're enjoying it that much yes. that they, they have to uh, let you know. Right. But you're like, that's not where we're going. Stick with me. Right. 
And then, you know, like I finally say, I'm done. And the whole time I've been trying not to look at Mahomes and Kelsey yeah. because I can see them clapping. I can see them laughing. I can yeah. tell they're having a good time. I haven't even, I have no idea what everybody else behind me is doing. Yeah. I couldn't even worry about that. But I was like, Loving it. I cannot turn around, like look at them because yeah. it's going to distract me. It's going to take me out of my, and so I said, thank you. And then I just turn to walk away and I just see Patrick Mahomes like shoot up and then that makes everybody else stand up yeah. and then like the whole arena stands up and I'm like I can't believe that just happened <laughs> this is like a dream and then I see you proud papa in the back like and I'm like oh thank god like I made Rob look good like, this is all gonna be okay everything's gonna be okay you, yeah no it was it, I was enjoying watching uh, everybody on stage. I had, a, you know, obviously I can see the audience reaction. So I'm mm -hmm. seeing the people in the audience go nuts. I'm looking around the stage and I'm watching people. You know who was loving on you was Andrea Savage. Yes, yeah. She really was. She was rolling back and forth. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, everybody on stage was absolutely just <laughs> devouring it. Yeah. Uh, and it was so much fun. You know, I felt... So bad because me and Nate Bargatze were both doing Seth and Seth, you know, but we knew Seth was going to be great. He's always great at the top of the show. He's yeah. like the perfect way to start the show. And uh, Nate, you know, was going up later. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry, Nate. You know what I mean? Like that is like it's it when it, it goes that well for me. And now he has to wait a whole other hour before he goes up. Like the, the hardest part of stand up is waiting to go on stage is absolutely the the mo the worst part of stand up sure. because you're just waiting. You just want to go. You want to get out there. You want to play. Yeah. You want to play in the game. And uh, I was like, oh, my gosh. But I was, like, trying to pump him up so much. I was like, listen, they're starved for comedy right now. Because <laughs> the whole middle section on the floor, they're the people who are betting. They're getting trying to buy the auction yeah. items. Everybody in the stands is there for the show. Yeah. And so, and these auction items are very cool. It's very cool. But, like entertainment wise until a song or stand up comes up there they that's when they really get their their part yeah and so i was like those 5500 people are just waiting for like some sort of comedy to happen yes. you know and they never know when it's going to come and when it's like comes in a condensed form yeah. like stand up they're going to go nuts and well, we we did have quite quite a, a diverse offering i think yeah and, for sure uh, uh, and you know it is a show and auction because we are there to raise money for Children's Mercy. So you know we do we have to do auction components, yeah. and and so that's a you know those those sometimes you know take up a big chunk of the show. Yeah. But that's, that's what why, it's for. That's why we're there. No, that's why. And we're then there. we had we had some great music. We had some magic, and we had uh, great comedy. You and then Nate got up and absolutely destroyed yeah, as well. He, he crushed too. He crushed, and yes. so all the comedy that night, all three of you guys really were amazing. Uh, and normally, Thanks. I've been part of charity events where they try to do it all. They try to have music. They try to have mm -hmm. comedy. They try, and it it doesn't work. Right. And I, sure. so I was very. That's what I was nervous. About. I was like, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and so. Follow it's like comedy tricky. following music or before music. As somebody that's open for musicians, yes. I know how difficult that can be. I was worried about that as well because obviously my bit going up first, I'm not doing a dance like Seth. Yeah. I don't have some sort of like funny, sexy dance yeah. that I can, you know, in a speedo or whatever that I can like come out there and, and do. I'm just going to be, you know, doing a club <laughs> bit, you know. And so uh, I was, I was very nervous and then I was just pleasantly surprised at how well it went. Yeah. I thought it would go. 
okay. I was like, I'm, I'm good enough on my feet that if it's not going well, I can change course. And I feel like I just, I was just really focused on like making sure that you look like uh, the hero of the day. Don't even, don't even think about me. I was, well, you, I, I the, do. The, you're uh, the one that invited me. Well, you're, <laughs> just because you deserve to be there. But it was a great night. We raised a, a lot of money. Uh, uh, we raised $2.5 million in one weekend Unreal. for Children's Mercy, which then put us over $10 million. So we're at $10.7 million over 10 years um, of doing this event. Incredible. And uh, Children's Mercy Hospital, obviously the beneficiary, the oncology department specifically, over the last several years have been the recipient. And the progress they've made has been outstanding. Mm-hmm. And again, no child has ever turned away. So it requires a lot of additional funding. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's so it's so fun to be part of something like that, you know. It was an incredible night. It definitely uh, changed my life because I have two new followers. Yeah, I have Patrick Mahomes and Travis <laughs> now follow me on Instagram, and I I had sent them both like little messages, and they both wrote me back and like you know said how great it was. And I mean Kelsey especially yeah. Kelsey like continues to send me stuff, but Patrick's a little bit quieter. But, it's but we great. Keep, you know, in all fairness, we do keep tabs on Travs yes. as part of our show, and we talked about that with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we said, you know, we're going to keep doing tabs on Travs, and he goes, I love it. It's his favorite please, thing. Please keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And so last weekend, we know exactly where he was. He was at the Big Slick in Kansas yes. City. Right now, we, we've lost him. He's gone off radar. I don't know where exactly he is. I think he's probably trying on new boots right now. In Kansas City. He got a lot of compliments on the boots he was wearing at yeah. our show. So I think he's probably becoming a little bit of a bootsmith. Uh-huh. Thinking about getting some more boots to impress us all. Yes. So he's probably, he's boot shopping. Let's boot just shopping. say, tabs on trash. Tabs on trash. Tabs on trash. He's boot shopping. Boot okay. shopping. Um, and so much going on in the world. Uh, KD went down in game five. Oh, was man. it game five? It was yeah. game five. He went down uh, with an ankle. It looked like, well, then they did a close-up on that. Did you see the slow-mo? Yes, it looked I, like something popped. That was, I think it's <clears> It wasn't like a compound fracture. Nothing broke, but you could see like a ligament or, or that, that eye band that, eye band that runs yeah. down your su- side of your... Cast. I think that popped. For sure. You see it popping in that slow motion. And I was like, why did, who slowed this down so that I had to right. witness this? Yeah. Do they think he's faking? You know, yeah. what, what, There's, what are you doing? Also, um, incredibly painful injury. He came back before he should have. Right. Uh, because he's, he's a competitor. Yeah. And I mean, he's a, he cares about winning the championship. He cares about his team. Um, you know, a lot of those guys get picked on, especially in the NBA mm-hmm. for, you know, uh, you know, not playing full seasons or not right. playing both ends of the court or whatever. But I think their passion's there when they when they risk, you know. Their- I, mean, I mean, I saw that Jalen Rose was talking about how there's like this, uh, a problem in the NBA that like forces players to come back too early. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I feel like players want, like they can't stand not playing. Yeah. I mean. Absolutely. Like they, they want to get in there. It's, it's the, it's the finals. Yeah. It's and not. It, and that's every, every competitor, yeah. every athlete, baseball, football, basketball, it doesn't matter what your sport is. If you are a competitor at heart, which means you love competition, you thrive on competition, you need it. Uh, then you have to be in competition. Right. Or you're not right. Yeah, I know. And it's like, it's just, uh. I know it's just like the mentality of an athlete. It's just, uh, 
it's just sad that that's how it ended for him. Like, yeah. I, I think he still will get a big contract. I don't know if he's going to stay at Golden State. I don't think he wants to, or I don't, I, I don't think he should stay there. I think he could be a great leader on another team, obviously. Uh, we were talking because I think it was like 150 to 1 odds that he would become MVP for the finals. Because, like, if he came back, and they win that game, and then they win the next two with him. He's MVP. Absolutely. No question. Yeah, no question. No question. Uh, I mean, and they ended up winning that game just with the little help that he gave. He was on his way to a 40-point game. Yeah, for sure. He was on his way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, because he is a dominant, superior player. Dominant, yeah. And he was he was on his way. Injuries are part of the game, and they suck. And, they yeah. you know, they just suck because you hate to see... Someone at the top of their game mm-hmm. uh, get hurt, you know, and and it reminds me. Of, uh, um, well, there's so many stories of injury, but like Alex Smith, who's playing for the Red Sox or for the Redskins, uh, a great quarterback, uh, beloved by a lot of people because he 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 he's a nice guy. He works hard. He you know he's mm-hmm. always present. He's, he's yeah. No great... one hates Alex Smith. Exactly. Right. And then uh, he his his leg break was so horrendous. Yeah. That there was an actual debate about amputation. God. Now think about that. Think about a, a young man who's just playing football, and they're talking about amputating as a as a as an alter, as a possibility that might need to happen because his bone was so shredded. I guess it twisted, so it wasn't a break. It was a it was a shredding of the whole thing, and they didn't have to. But the the recovery. I don't know if he ever plays the game again. I don't see how he can. I don't know how he can. You know, there's no way that 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 leg isn't fragile for the rest of his life. Absolutely. I mean, and it's not worth the risk. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like at that point, you go, okay, well, I want to spend the rest of my life with yeah. my kids, and mm-hmm. you know, being able to function. It's not worth the risk. You have to do a cost benefit analysis. And again, that's a huge tragedy because he probably had another five years left in him. Yeah, He's, for sure. You know. Yeah, I. It's. It, I. You know, I was really sad to see KD leave that game. Also because. You know, the game ended up being a, a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, for Toronto to come back and, like, I, w- I really wanted them to just win it at home. I wanted them to win it for the Jurassic Park crew. <laughs> uh, I also wanted to be done with Drake for a little while. Yes. I thought maybe all of that together would be something fun. And uh, it did not happen. And it was just, like, the most underwhelming ending to a game ever. It was, like, 13 seconds left. Yeah. And, you know... They give the ball to Kawhi. He gets double teamed. They pass it around. And then Lowry makes like a weird shot in the corner. And I was like, that's the way this game. And I mean, this was like such an intense game. Yeah. And then it, it's like gets dribbled out. Like, I don't understand. You know, like clearly they want to control the ball to the end because they don't want to give the ball back to Golden so what, State. So where does the, where do things stand right now? 3-2? Three, 3-2. Two? Three, two, going three, back to Oakland. 3-2 yeah. going back to Oakland. Mm-hmm. And that's tonight, right? Or is that tomorrow night? No, I think it's probably on Thursday. Okay. Because tonight is the um, the game seven of the the, oh. the Bruins and the Blues. And that's another thing we haven't even talked about. Yeah. We've got, we've got for like the... It, it doesn't happen that often. Game sevens don't happen that often. Mm-hmm. And we've got a game seven in the Stanley Cup. And the stakes are so high on a game seven. You yeah. can, it's palpable. You can yeah. feel it. And this Stanley Cup, from what I've seen, <clears throat> the games have been... The tempo of the games has been insane. <laughs> insane. The, the intensity with which yeah. they're playing is insane. 
I've, so I, I, I love it because both teams want it so bad. Both teams have thrown everything into it. Mm-hmm. And now it comes down to heart and what's left of your body. Right. Because that's all that's left. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the, the, the intensity that it, you, goes into to your body playing hockey, like the exhaustion level of mm-hmm. skating for that long of that time. Right. Like, and hockey, like football is a, a collision sport. Right. You know, basketball is a contact sport. Football and hockey are collision sports. And and when you're on skates and you're doing, oh, call it 20 miles an hour, mm-hmm. you know, and you run into the wall, a <laughs> six foot five, 250 pound man, mm-hmm. uh, it hurts. Your bones get rattled. I don't care if you are physically fit, your bone, if you are muscular, your bones get rattled. Yeah, it has been a very hard... I mean, these two teams like clearly do not like each other. There's yeah. been a lot of fighting. There's been, been a chippy. lot of penalties. Yeah, it's it's been, been very chippy. It's been very chippy. And I'm, I'm very excited to see what the game tonight, what happens. Is it in Boston? Or is it yes, in St. Louis? Yes, because they're... Yeah. Uh, because of David, or- David Ortiz, they, it's been in the news because they were the... I think they wanted him and like some of the other guys there at the game. And... Uh, and he was already going to get flown back, I think. But, like, now he's been flown back by the Red Sox to be treated at a hospital there after the shooting. Where was he shot? Dominican Republic. He was at home, uh, you know, doing a charity event for his uh, hometown in the Dominican Republic. God bless him. And uh, some guy came up behind him and shot him. And that now that guy is in the hospital because he got the shit baiting out of him. Rightfully so. Yeah. Um, You know, the Dominican Republic scares me a little bit lately. There's been a lot of headlines about them. Uh, There's a hotel down there where a lot of Americans have gone down and ended up dead. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to figure that one out, but they can't get any information, Mm -mm. you know. And then uh, the Royals had a pitcher. Um, Why am I blanking on his name? Number 40. Yolando. Anyway, he, he. they drive like maniacs down there. He was killed in a car accident. Oh, my. There. Oh. Remember yeah, that? Just yeah. about two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. anyway, it's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm hearing. I'm, it seems like there's a, a steady flow of bad news coming out of the DR. Yeah, you know, and I think David Ortiz has been, you know, trying to help the situation. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's. I think, you know, it's been, uh, it's a weight on the back of him and any pro athlete that's from there to make sure that they take care of their homeland. And uh, he was down there trying to do that. You know, initially they said it was a robbery. And I'm like, it's not a robbery if somebody just walks up and shoots you in the back in a public place. It sounds like an assassination attempt. Yeah. A very public place. Tons of people around, you know. Um, There was security footage of, of what happened. So you could see on the camera, the guy just walks up and shoots him and like, it makes zero sense. No sense at all. No sense. That's what's so scary. That sounds like mental illness, obviously. Yeah. Or, you know. But luckily... Some sort of deranged yeah. maniac. He's okay. You know, like, uh, I think it... Uh, you know, luckily he's okay. Good. And good. he should he, make a full he's recovery. Such a, he's such a good man. He's obviously back home in the DR trying to do right by mm-hmm. his home. Mm-hmm. Trying to do good things. Trying to elevate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to have that happen is such a horrific thing yeah so I'm glad he's on the mend because uh, I know he just went into his second surgery mm-hmm. and, and he came out but he was he was good when he came out right. so that's a good thing 
I want to talk about another brutal attack really quick because I don't know if you saw the women's soccer game. 13 to nothing over Thailand. <laughs> turn off the faucet when you get to double digits. What the hell were they doing? I, that makes me a little... It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable. When you're so dominant and you're, you're you know, women in America, uh, uh, I think, have a leg up on women around the globe. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm saying anything out of turn there. No. I think that's a, a pretty stone cold fact. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I think women around the United States have been liberated and encouraged and, you know, Title IX, Mm -hmm. uh, all these things have uh, benefited uh, women's sports Mm -hmm. um, and and the mentality of women. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it's not the same around the world. And so uh, these other upstart countries or whatever that are trying to, you know, you can't just go over and beat them 13 to nothing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Listen, you're you up, want you're to up win. Eight at, you're in a soccer game. Yeah, soccer. In, an international soccer match. You're up, let's say you're up eight to nothing. Yes. Okay, this is a great opportunity to rest your stars. They were up eight to nothing with 20 minutes left. So, you know, maybe just play a little keep away. Play you know or I mean? just or just bench everybody. Bring all your bring all your 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 bench players in and tell them you know, I don't know. I, no, I, I, it's a, it's a I, don't, I don't want to be insulting in any way either because, you know, you don't want to play. You don't want to go half speed. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that's also insulting in a way. For sure. You know, For and, sure. You, and you don't want to do that either. Mm-hmm. But 13 to nothing was a shocker. That's international play right there. 13 to nothing and still celebrating after every goal. You know what I mean? Like, that was the part that kind of bothered me where it's just like, you know... Maybe you're showing respect, you're playing hard, mm-hmm. so to speak, yeah. you know, but clearly this team is, is not a match. Is not a match. Yeah. And I know that for a lot of these girls, it was their first goal ever yeah. in the World Cup. So, and, and, you know, and Women's World Cup makes way more than the Men's World Cup. Uh, it is like, you know, the, the women, U.S. women's soccer team is way better. They continually win, like the men's World Cup, that men didn't even qualify. Yeah. So the fact that the women were getting paid less than the men's team was an outrage because they, they make more money than the men's team mm-hmm. uh, as, as a unit. Right. Uh, so it was, it's infuriating. But at the same time, it's like if you, if you still... You know, I, I feel like you have to set the bar high as well. If you, if you want the bar set high, the you know, uh, on integrity, then maybe you know, like I get that you can score these goals, but you do not have to celebrate in what, front of this team that you are and what's embarrassing. The, what's the counter argument to that? What's wh- why? Why would someone come in here and go, "No, you guys are wrong"? Well, Abby Wambach said that. Um, you know, a lot of these girls have never played before, so they are excited to score their first goal. Understand uh, that. You know, Understandable. We're, we're taught to play hard. We're uh-huh. taught to play uh, at full speed. We're taught to, to never give up and never let up. And I, I, those are all great points. And I, I actually see that as a competitor, as someone who, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when you're in a competition, yeah, I, I, I empathize with that and I understand that. I do. Yes. Uh, because you do have to have a mentality. You can't just half it, half-ass it. Right. <clears throat> I, do think, <clears throat> I think that's more insulting, uh, to half-ass it. I think that, that, that's almost like we're playing patty cake with you now because you yeah. can't do what we... So I understand why they kept their foot on the gas, and I understand that these, a lot of the, the 
a lot of these folks were first time goal scorers in an international you know, World Cup, and, and that is a that's a big status thing. It is a big deal. Yeah, it's a it's big an deal. Important thing. Um, but then and a I guess, lot of them so, have said that that we don't uh, take this same approach when men when men's teams uh, pile it on. And I go, yeah, I disagree with that I because disagree. I know plenty of times when the Patriots have piled on yeah. or a team has piled on, and you're like, guys. You well, I, that's that's what I remember. Run the ball, uh, don't I rem- pass. I remember in the '80s, uh, Kansas football was not that great, and Nebraska and Oklahoma football was almost pro level, mm-hmm. and they would beat us seventy-six to nothing, eighty-four to nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, and you get to a point where you're like, "What are you doing?" And I and there's a and then there's a competitor's argument. Hey, you know that's the way it is. You know, I don't know what to tell you. Get better. Right, and you have to, and there's, and the argument back is, yeah, you're right, but by by putting such a shaming on a team, I don't know. There's, uh, and that's why that's why they have mercy rules in little league. Yeah, <laughs> but these aren't these aren't little leagues anymore. Like, no. and you know what? Maybe uh, it's uh, Thailand. Mm-hmm. If they're if they have any resiliency in them, they'll go home. They'll watch the tapes, they'll learn, they'll get better, they'll get stronger, and the next time they meet the Americans, they will they will make a better showing. Yeah, for sure. Do you know what I, I mean? mean? You, that's the, the and that's why you also away. play that's also why you play the games. In nineteen eighty Olympic US Olympic hockey team, we played the Russians two weeks before the we played them again. Mm-hmm. They beat us ten to two. Mm. Or ten to three. They beat us ten to three. They beat us like a drum. And then two weeks later, two weeks later, we played them again at Lake Placid and we won four to three mm-hmm. in the Miracle on Ice. Mm-hmm. Um, so think about that. You know, like yeah. uh, we didn't get down mm-hmm. and we didn't say we have no business, you know, or we're the worst or whatever. It was a resiliency thing. It was mm-hmm. a gut check. And when we found ourselves squaring off with them again. We did much better. No, I mean, I believe that the Thai team is not like holding, you know, like feel like angry or upset you know like they they have no place to be angry upset at anyone but themselves um i don't know i just still think that it's like it's weird i understand yeah i understand why they did it i just i don't know the softer side of me you know which is some sort of decorum or manners or just mercy sportsmanship sportsmanship but at the same time i you know i'm really torn on that i guess i I I guess i'm hemming and hawing because i don't know what I don't know what I feel about it. Well, I also don't know if, because like, I know in um, in in like uh, the actual like league play, the amount of goals that you score helps to su- like if there's a tie break. If you right. scored more goals, yes. then you move on you in advance. a tie break. Yeah, you know? and that's different. Yeah, that's different. And, and, and that's different in my opinion because then every goal matters. Yeah. So yeah, rack them up because yeah. it can be the difference between. Yeah, but I don't know if that is the same in World Cup play. I don't don't know either. Yeah. I know very little about it. But I will say, Team USA ladies, keep on rocking because you guys are a juggernaut. Oh, they're so fun to watch. They are. They They have so much talent Mm -hmm. and they have so much charisma. Um, and they do. They make me proud. Uh, you know, I always get behind USA teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this particular team is exciting, talented, fun, powerful. Um, so keep it up, ladies. Go get that World Cup. Yeah. Bring it home. 
And what else is going on? John Stewart, my old boss, mm-hmm. uh, went up on Capitol Hill and gave about a, a, a he did a, uh, you know, he was called before a committee to talk about the 9-11 first responders. And uh, he's an advocate for them. Um, Congress keeps threatening to take away uh, medical bills. You know, they, they fund medical bills and they fund a medical fund for the responders. And then every four or five years, it has to be renewed. And every four or five years, they threaten to take it away. Mm-hmm. Um, and they and then uh, inevitably gets turned into a political football like mm-hmm. any other thing mm-hmm. uh, on Capitol Hill gets turned into a political football. And uh, John went up and gave a, a, a pretty impassioned speech uh, on Capitol Hill. And uh, I thought it was incredibly moving. In front of half of a committee. Yeah. Like... The whole front The people that chairs. bothered to show up. The people that yeah. bothered to show up. That's what he said. You know, yeah. he's like, these guys can barely walk. Yeah. And they came down here. Yeah. You know, these first responders came down here to plead their case to no one. Yeah. No and one's here. You know me. I, I, I'm, I, I'm fairly apolitical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't pick sides because I choose off of both sides of the menu. Yeah, me too. I, I take things off the left and I take things off the mm-hmm. right. And, and so I, I refuse to be labeled one or the other. Yeah, I think you and I are pretty purple. Yeah. Red, blue, we're yeah. like a little purple. Um, because I don't. I think it's unfair to yeah. make you pick one side of the right. menu or not. Because there's, there's right and wrong on both sides, mm-hmm. I think. And, and not even right and wrong, just good policy and bad policy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so anyway, uh, John... Uh, gave a, a very impassioned speech, and and I I was a nine eleven first responder, mm-hmm. you know, and so it was it was it was nice to see him advocate because he's not a I, you know ever since he retired he hasn't been out there beating the drum he's not weighing yeah. in on stuff, but when it when it's time for when it's something that matters when it's when he sees something that feels unjust mm-hmm. he steps forward and it feels uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, a idealism that I see mm-hmm. that is wonderful, and it renews your faith a little bit. And oh yeah, well, you know, because he didn't make it nasty. He wasn't ugly. He didn't. Right. You know, he wasn't no. slinging names and no. accusing parties of, of certain things. He was just talking about right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it was it was great to see. Yeah, I think he said. And I I I I, I, I missed it. I missed it yesterday, and then I, I finally caught up with it this morning. Mm-hmm. So anyway. I read that he said, you're taking away the one thing these guys don't have, which is time. Which is time. Yeah, because yeah, because a lot it's of a the, what, what they're finding is a lot of the, the people that got sick, um, you know, they didn't get sick right away. It's not right. like two weeks after, all of a sudden they're sick. No, it takes time for this mm-hmm. stuff to manifest, and people are still getting sick. Mm-hmm. And it's not speculation. They have the medical... Yeah, proof. data <laughs> yeah. to back up these claims. Right. So um, their lungs anyway, worked was, one way before yeah. and one way after. Like, so it's it's one of those things where you 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 know it's it's uh, American citizenry in action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, very proud, very proud of a lot of good things. There's a, there's a lot of good things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we got unbelievable sports going on. <laughs> I mean, we, we're in we're in the finals of two major sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball's going great. Um, how are the Braves doing, real quick? Oh, 
you know, we're just like leading our division and uh, we oh, could just got Dallas Keuchel. So, I don't know. Should be a pretty good year. Yeah, that was really gross the way you delivered all of that. <laughs> yeah. Just very arrogant. We hit back-to-back home runs in the game again yesterday. Um, we've been hitting about five home runs a game. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, they seem to be doing pretty well and they're all under 25. So... <laughs> It uh, is looking uh, good. So anyway, I'll see. I think we're going to win two World Series this year. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Seems like two is on. I'd be shocked. So you're going to win two win World Series two. in one year, at least. Wow, that's never been never been done. <laughs> but but that, you're, they're that good. I believe in these kids. All right, God bless. <laughs> God bless. Actually, the the way you describe your team, I do believe that if not this year, next year or the year after, for sure. Yeah, sometimes it feels like we're a year away from being a year away, but clearly they're making a push. I mean, they wouldn't have picked up Keuchel if they didn't think that this year is the year to do it. How's your pitching? Because that's what it comes down to. That's the thing. Is like the pitching is good uh-huh. uh there it's not uh it's not world series winnable good yet uh-huh. um we do have a steady bullpen um and we we score late in the game which it's is huge. also good because the other day i turned on the, the game i turned on the game i didn't realize it was already on i think it was on sunday on sunday and it was the ninth inning there was one out and we were losing five to one and we came back and won. Oh, my God. In the ninth inning with one out. No. It was amazing. We ended up winning in 12. We tied it in the ninth and then won it in 12. And on that, my friends, <laughs> it's a yet another Riggles pick. Uh, and then on a high note. <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, and we can't wait to talk. We're gonna, we've got a lot to talk about uh, on the next episode. So we will uh, catch up with you then. Until then. <laughs> 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 <laughs>